On March 22nd, uh, you published an article with the headline, Liberal MP Han Dong secretly advised Chinese diplomat in 2021 to delay freeing the two Michaels. Do you stand by this headline? I don't write the headlines, but I stand by the story. Uh, I know that Global News stands by the story, and there is uh, a, a legal procedure underway. And uh, the story speaks for itself, and the uh, statement of defense speaks for itself. The story stands. Thank Did you knowingly mislead Canadians? The story stands. The editorial procedures and the legal procedures around that story are subject of a legal procedure, as you know. And at the outset, I told the honorable member the story stands, and I will not speak to editorial processes or legal procedures regarding my prior story. That was Sam Cooper facing off of Liberal MP out of Whitby, Ryan Turnbull, who uh, seemed to think he knew what he was talking about. And my money is, well, I put my money on Sam Cooper, uh, who was uh, peppered with uh, a lot of insults, frankly, um, during this parliamentary committee. Obviously, the liberals uh, don't like the reporting on this because it's caused them an awful lot of headaches and they wanted to challenge the reporting on it. But uh, to Sam's point, I thought it was interesting because he said, well, there's a whole body of work. It's not like it was one one-off. There's a whole bunch of reporting. And uh, since it has been reported, we certainly, and I think helped by Aaron O'Toole's speech, number of other factors, it has all been, you know, very much I's dotted and T's crossed. But nonetheless, where is Sam Cooper? Everyone wants to know where is he going next and what is the next big story. He joins me now, Sam Cooper of the Bureau. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. All right, bunch of stuff. So you were at committee. You, uh, I guess it was about a two-hour appearance, and there was a lot you couldn't say just because, A, you're not going to reveal your sources, but um, certainly the Liberals wanted to poke holes in your reporting. Um, you were rather contained. I think you have to almost see your expression. It's not necessarily a good radio story because you had to see the expression on your face, but you, you definitely defended yourself. Well, yeah, and, and even in this interview, Alex, I, just because there are legal procedures, first of all, I, uh, I appreciate you playing that clip, and I appreciate you saying that as time passes, all of this reporting does stand, as I uh, you know, said what I could say in that hearing, that uh, the, this is a body of work. The reason I'm here today and you have been here, <laughs> this body, for, for months is because of this body of work. No one could, could say otherwise. And uh, my appearance was under the framework of uh, a motion of privilege, which is just a procedural thing that happens in, a, in the House of Commons uh, where, where MPs are looking at, you know, should Michael Chan and others know more about, or should they have known as it was happening that they were being attacked by the Chinese Communist Party? And I've said a lot of times, Alex, this should not be a, a partisan issue. I've said and been very diligent in interviewing conservatives and saying my awareness is that all parties are subject of influence. All parties, according to the intelligence I've seen, have uh, members that either wittingly or unwittingly, according to investigative police and intelligence sources, you know, are implicated in this very deep and expanding network of influence. So, I said what I could say, and I, uh, I'll continue to say what I can say. And I, you, you know, Alex, mm -hmm. that with a legal uh, proceeding, it's a very serious thing. 
But uh, again and again, uh, if a member wasn't interested in talking about what I know and could say about uh, a candidate followed in Toronto, family members I heard were intimidated, voters intimidated, I was disappointed that members uh, didn't ask me questions about those matters. But at the end, in a general way, I was asked, what is your biggest concern? What's the threat? I could have talked about any number of things. Uh, This is a very diverse threat. But personally, Alex, due to my sort of, uh, I would call it, you know, journalistic, academic interest, even legal interest, moral interest, my biggest concern is by the by the months by the year canadians are living now in fear in their democracy because they fear that uh agents of other states not just china we're also talking of course about russia uh india appears to be involved as as you know i reported others but look to end the answer canadians are increasingly in fear that they can't express their democratic will in canada and that's just unacceptable yeah, and your point was uh, to the diaspora, which is interesting because we've always been told it's racist to talk about this, and it is the diaspora community who is desperately uh, wanting help. So you did get that point out. It just doesn't seem to think sink into the, the political minds uh, in, in Ottawa. Having said all that, um, you have gone off and started your own project, which of course got people thinking, well, he's been fired. Well, he must be in trouble. Well, all this stuff. Like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I can... I talk about your stuff a lot, and we've talked for many, many years, certainly, about your book and how you came to be and how you got to this. Like, you, you have a great conversation with Terry Glavin, which I posted on my Twitter at Alex Pearson Amp, where the two of you t- discuss how you came to the knowledge of China's grip on this country. He, from the more political angle, you building it through the money laundering, the you know, BC casinos, the fentanyl opiate crisis being fueled, then you kind of link it through uh, all the, the political ties. And, and, and it's like it's, it's amazing where it has brought us to this moment. Um, but you're not doing it with global any, anymore. And so a lot of people are wondering, well, what, what did you do wrong? And so how did you come to where you are now with the Bureau? Yeah, you know, Alex, you and I have talked about uh, my book a lot, and it wasn't easy to write that book. It's uh-uh. not easy to establish uh, uncomfortable new facts. But as I've said to a number of people, if the Pentagon uh, wants to talk to me privately about my findings, the government of uh, Taiwan, others around the world are recognizing the importance of the work. This is what sometimes leading is, is difficult. And I, I don't say this to, to brag or, or pat myself on the back. It has been difficult mm-hmm. for me, you know, personally and professionally, sometimes uh, churning out ahead. But this is the importance of the work. I, I do believe this is why indirectly uh, the, these files that are subject of uh, the, the hearings in Ottawa stemmed out of uh, people that understood I had developed deep knowledge in my book. This is why new sources, broader sources came forward. So I, uh, this is really what I'm doing now with the Bureau is an extension of that just very deep, detailed reporting that we can't always do in daily news, right, for uh, yeah. news. But I did in my book, and now I'm doing that online. And so this was, in my mind, uh, the long-term career goal of, of doing my own platform uh, came to fruition this year. And as I've explained uh, to, to Mr. Glavin and others, a very important historical uh, precedent-setting body of work was completed with Global News. We did great work as a team. Uh, I was developing a lot of information, many people involved in reporting and vetting verifications. The level of journalism uh, 
is at the highest level we've ever seen in Canada. And this is why I say it will stand the test of time. More and more will come out. And I'm from where I am now, I'm continuing to work on stories such as what are these police station mm-hmm. networks in Canada? Who do they actually involve? And that's the most for me, uh, the involvement of some people that face uh, criminal charges in other countries, but they're doing work in Canada is unacceptable. And these are the kinds of stories that uh, Commissioner Duheem in a report in Australia was alluding to, I believe, when he said, finally, for the first time publicly, the RCMP is saying they're seeing connections between the Chinese state and organized crime. Yeah, it's it's not just the toughest reporting because I know it's it's not easy to do. It takes a long time to gain trust and get these. I mean, I can't I can't really explain how hard the reporting you do is. It, and it's done at great risk um, because the Chinese uh, watch you. And I, I didn't know that you had been uh, met with uh, CSIS. So, I mean, these are things that you've done. Uh, you put country first. You've made that clear. Uh, but you do it at risk. Um, and and. It does take a toll, but that's how important you think this story is. And do you believe that there's a lot more to come? I do believe there's a lot more to come in terms of uh, it, it is very difficult to to write in detail what's happening here. But that really goes to the point of why sources sought me out uh, in a lot of cases. It wasn't the other way around. A lot of time I'm beating the bushes trying to talk to people. But sometimes when something is so important, sources come to you. And it was brought up, I can say this, I know it's been brought up in the hearing a number of times. People have said, oh, what's the motivation of sources behind, you know, this recent reporting by myself and the Globe and Mail as well. And I can tell you uh, for the first time, Alex, today, I do my own assessments after a 17 career, year career of motivation of people. I would say I've got a good psychological sense the, the motivation of sources for these recent stories is simply patriotism and fear for what's happening to Canada at a simple level. Anyone that says political motivation, they're, they're dead wrong. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, look, I'm out of time because I never have enough time for you, but I definitely will have you on again and uh, really love um, that you're doing this uh, still. And uh, go, Sam, go. So thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. That is Mr. Sam Cooper of The Bureau. That's where you're going to find him. And uh, you can also, if you haven't read his book, Willful Blindness, he wrote it years ago. That's how you know it's not political for him. He's been doing this work for years, but it lays out all the groundwork of the money laundering and all that stuff of just how much China has poisoned this country. And he does do this stuff at risk. And um, and so, yeah, it, it's important reporting. So I'm very happy that he's doing that. And again, if you're looking for Sam, the Bureau, and I think it's a takeaway. If we're still talking about it and we're still raising it and he's still reporting it, it means that, no, the information is not wrong. So the, the lawsuits can come, the chill effect, whatever, all that stuff. If we're still talking about it, that's how sure he is in his work, which means I'm sure in it.